0: Welcome to episode 11. This is an interview with the most successful cupcake business in Egypt called Nola Cupcakes and the co-founder, Leila Sidki. Welcome back to Start Other Matters. My name is Daniel Philbin. This is a podcast proudly brought to you by entrepreneurabroad.com. got a great conversation with a young lady today who has co-founded an amazing business, pioneered an in industry, taken over social media in Egypt, 265,000 followers, build a service-based business with no experience in her 20s she's done it with her brother she's going to tell you exactly how she did it today along with some fundamentals that you need to implement when you're coming up with the strategies and the game plan to go out there and really execute on the ideas that you've got to build and grow your business it's a great conversation so stick around and tune in have you ever heard of the term mind mapping well That's exactly what Layla did when she sat down and decided how she wanted to build this business. It's a short conversation today, but we're gonna get some really clear steps with regards to what she looks for when she starts a business, and how she plans out the things that she wants to execute so that she's got a roadmap to the results that she wants to achieve. She's got more than half a dozen stores and 130 staff. You're in for a treat. Do me a favor. If you get a chance, leave a five-star review. Let's get into the conversation. Well, let's say to you, welcome to Start Something That Matters. Great to have you on the show. It's uh,
1: lovely talking to you, Daniel.
0: We finally got you here. I'm super excited to have a chat with you today. You are in Egypt of all places around the world, and you're doing something very special. I don't know how many people know who you are, so tell me first. Who are you?
1: I'm Laila Setsi, the founder of the first cupcake store in Egypt. We started with one small, cute boutique shop in the Soho of Cairo. Currently, we have nine shops all over Cairo, and we have three seasonal summer shops which are currently open just for the summer season we introduced cupcakes to the egyptian market and it's really big here egyptians love cupcakes so the business is doing good
0: i mean you've got 130 staff can you talk a little bit about numbers how big is this business
1: how big is this business this business first started with 10 employees we started in a 20 meter kitchen in a small boutique shop our store was 20 meters on the bottom 20 meters on the top we used to bake the cupcakes and bring them down, and everything would come down fresh as is. We opened our seasonal store, which was the summer shop. Everyone goes there for the summer, and this is how the brand got really known, because they created a lot of marketing awareness, a lot of presence. It was very hard even transporting, but it it got the name out. And then we came to open our second shop, and we we realized that the quality and our product is the most important thing. So we moved into a small centralized kitchen, which was... 80 meters that could deliver to the two shops we started creating the organization element of things where departments started being created within tiny tiny rooms you know which were 10 meter rooms like it was a sandwich box being in that kitchen it, it made us more familiar with with the culture of what a company or or an or organisation needs to be like. So we built a factory over the past year and we just moved in last October. It's the best thing that has ever happened to NOLA. It's a 2,000-metre factory, so we grew How many times is this? <laughs>
0: you must feel a lot calmer walking into the facility. Yes,
1: yes. We have... Uh, Amount of departments we have 130 employees, like I told you. A two-floor kitchen. We plan on in- increasing our product line. We have currently 22 cupcakes in the store. We just introduced cakes. We have two cakes, but we're in- looking into introducing new product lines. Within the first year, I remember our target was to sell 500 cupcakes a day. By the time we left, we were selling 100- 1,500 by the time we moved into the second kitchen, and we've been growing since.
0: Somebody out there listening right now, they're going to be thinking, how much could I possibly make from selling a cupcake?
1: I'll tell you something. It's not about selling a cupcake, because really, I believe there there are so many cupcake businesses in Egypt that have opened up and failed. We don't look at ourselves as a cupcake business. We have core values that we believe in, and we we share these values with every part of our team, and we, we all stand on solid ground of what we believe. We are in business to offer the highest quality of product and service, and we always stand for beauty. We believe in the element of beauty and being very transparent with our clients and giving back to our community and being extremely innovative. Like Nola, is, we are trendsetters by introducing the first cupcake shop to Egypt, but we are uh, also trendsetters in our flavors in our social media, in the way we engage with our clients. We're very young, we're always full of youth. So all these elements together make NOLA what it is, and especially our branding, how much we invest in it and our packaging. And that element and experience, even though we're a culture that really comes together when it comes to food, it's also the atmosphere that comes with it, that we offer to our doors. if you add all these together, it will bring the formula of success regardless of your product. But understanding that with a good product, there also needs to come a lot of elements because there's a lot of competition out there. So we work very hard for all these elements to come together.
0: All right, let's head to a break. When we come back, let us turn and tell to exactly where she started and how she's gone about building this business. Welcome back to Start Something Matters. My name is Daniel Philbin. This is a podcast, proudly brought to you by EntrepreneurAbroad.com. You're listening to Layla Sedke, the founder of Noble Cupcakes, the largest and most successful cupcake business in Egypt. Let's get back to the conversation. Being this person that's been running a business with 130 staff nine shop fronts you've got a couple of extra summer shops you mentioned who was Layla a- as a child?
1: Thank you right back but first I'll start with something NOLA is my first job ever so I've had no other experience except NOLA I've come from a very diverse background in the sense that I've lived all over the Middle East born in Abu Dhabi lived in Bahrain lived in Qatar and then moved back to Egypt from the age of 8 to 15. From the age to 15, this is where my love for Egypt really came. That's why I really share the Egyptian values and culture. And I really give a lot of credit to my grandparents for... Growing up in Middle Eastern countries, they really wanted to educate us about our country and the beauty of our country. So I've always had this passion and longing to be part of the Egyptian culture. And then I moved back to Abu Dhabi and graduated from there a university in Dubai for two years. And then I moved to Canada. I went to Montreal for my university. I graduated with a degree in finance. And at this point, I was very challenged with whether to move back to Egypt or to continue my education abroad, especially that I had the opportunity to do my master's in a very good university in London. And I decided that it was time for me to come back to Egypt. I really missed my country. I really missed being part of the Egyptian culture. And I had this hunger to do something. You know, I wanted to do something good and something beautiful. And I believe I've been so blessed and I've had so many opportunities to want to really, I don't know, showcase what I have, you know, and give back Offer something so beautiful, you know, that I'm extremely proud of. And it came from that feeling inside me. My brother is my partner. We're in business together. Only the two of us. And we're extreme foodies. We love food. We're travelers. We love to travel. He's a horse riding champion. He has the title. You as a
0: kid, were you ambitious?
1: i'll tell you something i grew up in an extremely successful environment my mother is a horse rider herself and this is where my brother takes it from has the egyptian championship title has always been competing this is her passion as well we took that from her my father as well is my role model the businessman he succeeded at a very very young age created his own company when we moved back to egypt from 8 to 15 and then again when we moved back to abu dhabi he built his own company It was a private equity firm, and uh, that succeeded very much. Growing up within this environment as well, of course, really pushed us. Succeeding is very important, but succeeding with the right values.
0: It sounds like you might have come from a competitive family. What's some of the best advice your dad gave you?
1: Being greedy is the formula to failure.
0: Are you surprised that your brother followed in your mum's footsteps and not you?
1: Yeah, but uh, she's one of the very few women that has succeeded as much. It's such a gentleman's sport here in Egypt, you know? I was always very social. I'm a people's person., and I love that about my business because through all my stores and the people were engaging with people, we listen to people. and when when any customer walks into the store, it's like they're walking into my home. Every person that walks into Nola, it's like, we appreciate it, and we we, we understand that this person, and this is what we we talk about with the team. this person woke up in the morning, got dressed thought about coming to know got in his car drove over to us and walked through our doors at that point what am I going to do for him you know what I mean and that's the experience that we start offering and thinking about it's like that special moment that we need to connect with every single person that walks through our doors
0: how important is it for you early on knowing where your strengths were because you mentioned being social being a people person I couldn't see you behind the desk doing paperwork if that's what the sort of person you are. How important is it that you align with what you're good at?
1: It's very important because you know what? It's not about what your weaknesses are. It's about showcasing your strengths. Nola has been around for four years and a half now. When we first started, for me, being a people's person, it's all about resources you know, and contacts very good with that. For me, my brother is more disciplined. So he's more in the factory and I'm more in the the stores. And this is how we complement one another. I trust his decisions and he trusts my decisions. When I go to the stores, I'll be like, one, two, three needs to be done. And he tells me, by the way, this is how we can do it operationally through what we have. We communicate together to make the formula more complete.
0: You mentioned being hungry, hungry to do something. Can you talk to me about that, that feeling. You know you're supposed to be doing something, but you're not sure what it is. Talk to me about the hunger that you had and then transferring that hunger into some sort of action, finding who you were and, and tapping into that.
1: I've always been extremely hungry for an idea and something to do with Egypt or coming back to Egypt. So this was the core feeling, just about core values that were within me. With that came the idea of you know cupcakes. Cupcakes are we re- were really big in Canada, and like being in Canada, we used to go to New York a lot, drive down and stuff, and we'd stand, we'd stand in lines to to, to visit a cupcake store. And it was really really big. And in Egypt, we're a culture that that loves food. There was the crepes and the waffles. They were really booming in Egypt, but there was no cupcake shop. Facebook and social media really were huge indicators. Like, they they were my market research, basically, you know? And knowing what the industry and the the customer needs and so forth. But when I moved back, there were so many ideas, stuff that I wanted to do, but I sat on a business plan for for NOLA. And I really worked on this business plan for one year. Till the launch date and everything was in place. Everything was plug and play at this point. Like, I had it like a mind map. I saw every part of it.
0: Let's head to a break. When we come back, we're going to be giving you the step by step guide to what to write on your mind map so you can take more action and start getting better results in your business. Welcome back to Start Something That Matters. My name is Daniel Fulman. This this podcast proudly brought to you by entrepreneurabroad.com. You'll listen to Layla Sidke, the co-founder of Nola Cupcakes, the largest cupcake business in Egypt. And you're going to be learning a little bit more about how she's taken her business from zip zero to building it out growing her team she's going to be talking a little bit more about branding positioning and what you should be focused on in terms of looking for ideas and how people perceive and see you in business so that you not only get more traction drive revenue adding more value to your community to your company to your culture let's get back to the conversation that mind map what specifically did you write on it and how did you make that happen because you know people out there and they're thinking you know what i've done a mind map and i've never taken action so what was on yours and what what was the difference there
1: okay it was actually making this mind map into an action plan but the plan changes a million times during that mind map and you adapt to it and stuff but you also the security of having the mind map to guide you and to take you there and for me one of the most important things was building the brand. How do I want to build this brand? Like the amount of time I bring resources together or contact people and do things and hire a team and they would leave two weeks before we opened. Like we hired our executive chef, even though like my product was one of the most important things, but like my recipes and stuff, we were working on it and we were working on it from all these cookbooks my executive chef came in and he's been, he's still with us till today we've been building it on together but like did i have him from day one no i didn't we said these are our values these are what we stand for we want to create the best quality cupcakes we want to make it as if you're eating them from your home you know they all have to be fresh ingredients nothing stays overnight this sort of element so when we get chefs and then they tell us you know, one of the problems in Egypt, one of the main problems is consistency. When working on my business plan, I need to find a solution to always be consistent. Making sure that I'm consistent, all the other chefs that would come along would be like, you know what, maybe working with a cake mix would be best because, you know, if this chef leaves or this chef leaves, and then they'd always make obstacles for you. And then, until I, two weeks before I opened, we, we hired this chef, and our chef really aligned with our mind map. So he came on board. And, and this is, one of the things that that the mind map is very important. So you know that not anyone that comes on board changes their ideas because people love to give to give their input as well. But you know, need to know where you stand and never to stop.
0: Let's break this down a little bit because this is this is really important. You mentioned mind map. You mentioned a couple of key points already with regards to what you had on that. One was how do I want to build a brand. The other one was finding consistency. What were some of the other points that you made sure you tackled in that mind map so everybody had an understanding of your vision?
1: It's still very clear for me. It's basically my location. My location is that I'm always prime locations. We're a premium brand. We need to be accessible. We need to be seen. We need to be at a place with high walking traffic. So we need to be in like... Very central location, even if we're going to be in the malls. Malls are also being proven to be very good. But at first, we also had a strategy for our locations. Our stores need street shops where there's a lot of traffic accessible to, uh, to people. Uh, parking is not a priority at all. Inability to park is not a priority because that means that it's a very high traffic location. And it means it has a lot of walking traffic. This is one of the formulas of Egypt. So you think like uh, that par- parking is essential for NOLA, it's not because we, we walk in you pick up the cupcakes and you get in the car and leave like if you have parking and stuff like that mean, that means you're in the suburb and uh, you're not in a very good location with egypt's cluster this is how it functions and then we decide that eventually we want to move into malls because malls have very high traffic where they have with the branding there's a lot of visual destruction so we need to be a very strong brand to be able to compete with the big brands so this is what regarding uh, our locations and then with our pricing, is that we always need to be premium. We always have to be offering the highest quality of ingredients because this is what our customers always expect from NOLA. Our branding, our packaging. The customer experience with the packaging, every customer experience with the packaging needs to have a story behind it. It's not a box. It has to have a function. And so our pa- packaging, it's not only a benefit and it's not about beauty, it's about functionality. With our safety, nothing can stay overnight. We need to make sure that we are giving back to our community and that we need to share our message outside our doors. So all our uh, unsold cupcakes go to orphanages all over Egypt. With our engagement, it's that we have to always be up at the beat of life. We do that with social media, you know, and we're always updating and communicating. And it's not, and our social media strategy is not about a selling experience. We're, not, we're about a lifestyle. So it's making sure this lifestyle is happening at the beat of life building the team, the departments, whatever is happening, our photography, our communication, our tone of voice.
0: When you get a feeling, and it's not that gut feeling, like you mentioned the word hunger before, staying hungry, now you've got your plan, how do you know that it's the right thing?
1: Hard work never goes. You know, for me, success is always a moving target, and failure is constant. You will never get rid of failure, and it can come in so many elements. They are both part of the formula. This is part of what you're always signing up for. So you do your homework, you learn from your lessons, sometimes it succeeds, sometimes it fails, and when it fails, you come back stronger, always.
0: Layla Sedke, thanks so much for joining us here at Start Something Matters, a podcast proudly brought to you by EntrepreneurAbroad.com. Super inspiring. I said it was gonna be a great conversation. It was short, sweet, to the point. I could have talked to her for hours, but she's a busy lady, 130 plus staff, you ought to be. Regardless of what business you're in, there's something to learn from this conversation. And if I were you, I'd go on social and check out how this brand positions itself. Nolabakery.com if you want to check out the website. On social, they're known as Nola Cupcakes. Go and follow them. You might learn a thing or two about positioning and the importance of really bringing your community together through the social platforms that we can all use. If you're looking for some additional inspiration, head over to entrepreneurabroad.com. There you can find all the tweetables and everything you need to go out and share what you just listened to. If you get a couple of seconds, do me a favor, a five-star review it really does help looking forward to catching up with you very shortly in our next conversation my name is daniel philpin signing off It's giveaway time. This is your last opportunity, your last chance to get in the Matangrafels1Month.com giveaway draw. $990 value. What would you do if you had an opportunity to learn all the skills that you need to build an online business that really makes an impact in other people's lives? All you gotta do, subscribe if you're on iTunes right now, leave a five-star review, and tell me what you think of the podcast. But don't forget to go and subscribe to entrepreneurabroad.com so that I know that you've left the review. Otherwise, I have no idea who's leaving these reviews. And tweet me out at, at @thinkbigger if you need to get in contact with me because you're looking to win. Share it on social. Get people interested in what we're doing here. And by doing that, I want to reward you, the listener. This is the last opportunity you're going to have to win nearly a $1,000 prize here it's Start Something That Matters, a podcast proudly brought to you by EntrepreneurAbroad.com. Thanks for supporting the show. I'll see you very shortly. My name is Daniel Cullen. Talk to you soon.